0: We're here at The Hub today with the PwC Hub down at 123 Eagle Street in Brisbane, and with a couple of um, digital natives that are setting the world on fire with their innovative technologies and ideas. Stuart Waddington from New Arenas.
1: Hi, how are you doing, Mum?
0: Very well. And Justin Hume from Knowledge Flux. Hi. Now, Justin, Knowledge Flux, that's an interesting word. What does Knowledge Flux do? Knowledge Flux uh, is an enterprise startup. We help companies better pull together the information that's fragmented around the organisation. Fragmented organisation. That sounds like a digital solution that we need mm-hmm. to explore further at another day. Today we're actually really interested in, there's been a topical this week about uh, the sharing economy and taxation and regulation. Do you guys have some thoughts on how should the government or the public sector respond to taxing or implying some regulations on this new sharing economy? Economy,
2: Stuart? Oh, my view is government should probably stick out of the commercial side but probably look after the um, regulation in terms of any health and safety issues.
0: Excellent. And, and Justin, what's your take on this government in the sharing economy?
2: I'd say fairly similar. I think there
0: probably should be a, a, um, an open period where we actually can experiment um, and then see what the outcomes are of that and, and then respond accordingly. Um, obviously looking
1: after some of the basic things like health and safety and that sort of thing.
0: We, we continue on our journey in the hub today, and I'm here with uh, Amy Ward from OnTap Marketing. Amy's doing some very innovative things in the online and digital space. Amy, what's your take on the sharing economy and government's role in it? I think government has an opportunity to be more of an enabler of the sharing economy as opposed to a, uh, a stopper or a halter or a, um, a roadblocker. Sort of thing. So the government has the infrastructure, it has the funding, it has the oversight, uh, but it doesn't necessarily have to come in and halt the opportunities that could be coming oh, from a sharing economy, fabulous. And you're sharing lunch today with uh, the wonderful Trent Lund, that was on our podcast last week from PwC. Trent, what's your take on government regulation of sharing economy?
2: Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, The government's perspective should always be about protecting the consumer, but the irony is that the sharing economy is self-organised to do exactly that. Um, People build trust in those brands, and trust is destroyed very quickly, which means you can't participate. So, some ways my advice is stay out of it um, and understand it because it's a productivity game for government. Mm-hmm. You know, by allowing it to flourish, actually there's less need uh, for the government to step in and, and regulate, put your attention more to where there's real real fraud or, uh, or areas of uh, uncertainty for customers, mm-hmm. people at the fringe.
0: Fabulous. Thanks, Trent. Okay, I'm here today with Peter Ball from the Impact Academy, a wonderful accelerator doing fabulous things in the social entrepreneurship space. Welcome, Peter.
2: Thanks, Monica. How are
0: you? Yeah, really good. So at the Innovation Hub today, we're talking about the sharing economy. So give us some thoughts on what role do you see for our big uh, sort of government, public sector institutions in the sharing economy?
2: Well, I think it's a huge role to play. I think the context of it is um, government keep saying their key role moving forward is as an enabler. And I think maybe the question on a lot of people's lips is and and what are they uh, best enabling? Uh, So I think there's a couple of things that do come to mind and and one is, um, I guess, better utilisation of the big data. Um, So the reality is um, what information is at the finger hands of government and what can they share or how can they better use that to... Uh, to enable that uh, and and boost that sharing economy.
0: So you're talking uh, in terms of big data or open data sets? We hear a lot about that.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I think across, you know, whether it be in the disability space or seniors or education or health or whatever it may be, I think... You know I think in that sharing economy uh, the context of that is that there's a lot of information out there and government are a, um, a holder of a lot of that information and how do we I guess you know collectively get a- access to that in a form that becomes a-, a useful asset
0: in the social capital space where you play a lot of your time where do you see government's role in the sharing economy from a social entrepreneurship perspective
2: um, I think there's probably I mean it, it, a lot of people race to, the, I guess, the, um, the topic of funding, uh, and that's, you know, that's clear, um, but I think it might be more a matter of, rather than um, unlocking new funding, um, looking at where there might be um, better opportunities to reallocate funding. Um, so um, we all know that most governments at all sorts of levels are, are not flush with funds, um, quite the opposite. So I think it's that, you know, one, from a funding perspective and looking at you know, where is there potentially a better utilisation of that, um, and I think the other thing is also too you know, one of the big assets that government hold is you know, their resource pool um, so there's a lot of um, people in government um, there's a lot of uh, bright people in government and I think the reality is how do you um, unlock that to create connections uh, in terms of um, uh, you know, senior, senior people and, and also junior people but, but people of all sorts making contributions to that social innovation space Thanks Peter Thank you
0: Michael, fancy meeting you in an innovation workshop. What's your take? Tell me about this sharing economy. What's, what's your take on the government's role?
1: I think governments try to regulate, and what we see, they're quite late in the regulation. So the technology is out there, customers are voting with their feet, businesses are taking it up, and the government can't uh, accelerate the regulation and the policies and the speed that is needed so, uh, like other organizations we have to increase, uh, whether it's universities or uh, industries, the government is in the same situation and has to accelerate their processes. Uh, and where possible, the perfect world regulates before the technology emerges. But well, at the moment, it's the opposite. We see the U.S. and the Airbnb and, and citizens on the street don't know is it legal, is it illegal, uh, they give it a go, in a very unregulated environment, which adds uncertainty, and I think so far we haven't seen a main disaster, um, but governments truly have to be uh, better in transporting technologies that are about to uh, arise, and have to develop uh, proactive policies, meaning by the time we see a successful business model, that in a perfect world, the regulation, of course, is in place.
0: So the whole podcast today has been about the sharing economy and the role of government in the sharing economy. You know, I, I know very few people actually raised the issue of taxation, so perhaps that's kind of, we put that to the side, but really what we heard today was that, that government has a huge role to play in enabling this economy. It's about open your data, share your data, so that we can then let the clever people that are innovating have access and make better choices and crowdfund and crowdsource what they need to do. We also heard that they had a role in enabling through uh, releasing some of their resources, whether they be assets that are underutilised or human elements of government that have a contribution to make intellectually, also as volunteers. So overall, I'm, I'm hearing the government share the love, share the assets, share the economy. So, don't forget to follow us at, at Chair Dig Economy, but also we want to hear from you. What do you think the government's role is in the sharing economy? Let's keep this, this dialogue alive in this Twitter sphere, and we'll be back next week looking at the smart city and how we're evolving and how cities are developing.